0: Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah, Daph Yom Yeshia. Today's year is Daf He. We will begin on Daf He at the words, Reb Yochanan. Uh, those words are about 12 lines down in the middle of the line. The first line is Lo with a Vav. Reb Yochanan, Kima today's Daf is sponsored anonymously for the Zachut of the anonymous sponsor. Hashem should give success in all of his endeavors. says the Gemara, Reb Yochanan, when he got to this Pasuk, he would cry. It says, Pasuk and Yov says, lo lo He says, lo If Hashem doesn't believe us, even the holy ones, Yani, if Hashem doesn't believe even the Sadiqim, who will he believe? Meaning, if Hashem doesn't believe it, even the Sadiqim are doing the right. What's going to happen? He would start crying. Yomachad, one time, he was walking on the road. He saw a guy who was picking figs. He would leave the ones that were already ripened and he's gathering the ones that aren't ripened. So he told the fellow. Aren't these better? Meaning, aren't the ripe ones better? These for the road. I need them. I need figs for a journey that I'm going to make. Hani, The ones that are not fully ripe, they will. They will keep. Meaning, I'll be able to keep them well. They won't get spoiled. But honey, with the fully ripe ones are not run. They don't. They don't spoil just like this guy is nervous about the good the good figs that they're going to rot so to Hashem when he sees the tzaddikim he doesn't believe them and he's worried that maybe they're going to sin and therefore he takes them out of this world in order that they don't sin but the guys who already Uh made it a long time then he could trust them so he's comparing the unripe figs which last a long time to a sadiq who's already been a sadiq for a long time right interesting okay Annie is that true? there was a student who was in the neighborhood of Alexandri, El Azuta, and he died when he was still not married if this guy wanted to go in the right way he would be alive Why did the rabbi say that this guy who died, it's because he chose to do the wrong thing so Hashem took him out early. What do you mean? Why did he just say that Hashem took him away early because Hashem was worried that maybe he'd go the wrong way? Don't say he picked the wrong way. Hashem was worried about it. No, this guy, the reason why we could tell is because he was he was, he was like, um, rebelling against his rabbis. Okay. And therefore, that's how he knew that he was passing away for that reason. Here's the story. Rabbi Yochan, ki marti lahay when he would get to the Pasuk al-Malachi, he would cry. It says, alechem I'll come close to you to judge, ed and I'll be a quick um, testimony on the machashafim, on the magicians who are doing sins, M'na'afim, on the people who do adultery, who sin, which English, goes who swear falsely, and those who cheat the workers. So he said, mm-hmm. Rabbi Yochanan would cry because he'd say, if there's a, a, a slave and that his master trying to bring him to court, and he wants to testify quickly and not, not let anyone else testify. Is there any way to fix it? If, the, if the, his master is testifying against him, he's in trouble. So Hashem is testifying against us, we're in trouble. All right, we're coming to to us on this Pasuk? Over here, we're comparing a guy who's a magician, or sorcerer, or a guy who's an adulterer and sleeping with ladies to someone who holds back the, the the wages of his workers, right? It seems like we're comparing very heavy things and things that are not so heavy, and yet Hashem is seemingly equating them. Amarish wow. Any person who uh, go judges quickly against a, a, a convert. It's like you're going against the deen of Hashem. Shnei umate ger, umati k'tiv. He says, umati k'tiv, right? Mati means you are fool, it's like mati ger. Patsuk says you fool a ger, but it's written mati. It's mate, Is you turn it. But mati means you're turning me. So it's like Hashem is saying you're you're twisting my judgment. I remember chanina by papa. A guy who does not and he regrets it, Hashem forgives him immediately. Person who regrets it, Avela, Hashem forgives him. Pasuk says that, I'll, the Pasuk from before it says, I'll bring you to Mishpat and I'll be a quick. Um, that's the Pasuk. No. Right? Umateger, the end of the Pasuk says, and you're not gonna fear me? So it sounds like if you but if you do fear me, meaning you, you regret it, then Mukhlin Lomayah then you'll forgive you right away. So al he would say, Kit Kol all the things of, of Hashem will come in judgment. I'll call Nam on everything. That, that's hidden. So he used to cry also when he got to that person, because he would say, a, a slave that his master is counting his mistakes, as if he did it on purpose. Is there any way to fix it? What do you mean on everything that's hidden? Let's say a person, Hashem is judging you, for a person who disgusts his friend, if he, takes a a, a a bug and he smashes it in front of his friend and he doesn't care that his friend got got, got um, disgusted from it. Or Shmuel says, if you spit in front of your friend and he, he got disgusted, you didn't realize that. Any of those things, Hashem judges you for that, even that also, for the fact that you made your friend uncomfortable. Mayim tovimra, what does it mean if it's good? What do you mean Hashem judges you on the good and the bad? Okay, judges you the bad, I understand. But how does Hashem judge you for the good? That's if you give Sadaqah uh, publicly. Meaning, if you embarrass the Ani by giving the Sadaqah publicly, Oh, here's the money I want to give you. And he, he's embarrassed. So Hashem is going to judge you on the good. Even on the Sadaqah you gave. He saw a guy giving money to Ani publicly. told him Better not to give it to him. Because of now that you gave it to him, and you embarrassed him. He said, when we told you we don't, we're going to judge you on the good, it's giving money to a woman privately, a poor woman privately. Because if you give money to a woman, people are going to suspect her that she's doing bad things. In the fact, they're giving her money properly. What he's giving her money for, maybe he's doing bad things with her. Rava Amar. He says, if you, good or bad, is if you give your wife money, no, you give your wife meat that you didn't take off the chile for. Every meat, in the olden days, nowadays that meat that we get, hopefully the is all is already cut off all the parts that you can't eat. But in the olden days, you used to have to cut it off yourself. So if you give your wife that meat and you tell her to take the time to cut it off right on Thursday, so she got plenty of time, she'll cut it off. But if you give it to her on Friday, when it's before Shabbat and you give her the meat and she starts to cut it off she might hurry up not do a good job and you'll be eating forbidden stuff so they're telling you that even though you bought a bought a meat for Shabbat if you give it to too late you're you're going to get punished for that but Rav himself said that statement even though he himself used to give his wife that meat on Fridays he says, no, He Ravah was married to V'chisla's daughter. And V'chisla's daughter, he knew that she was, uh, she's good at it. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan, he would cry at this Pasuk. It'll find you all these very, very bad things and all these pains. If the, you have a slave and his master is trying to have bad things happen to him, is there any way to fix it? What does it mean? Amarav says that That every bad things. All the bad things happen to its friend. He go in zibura Okay, these are two types of animals that could bite you, and the two animals that bite you, one you're supposed to go put hot water in it. And the other one, you're supposed to put cold water. And if you put the wrong thing on it, it ruins it. So if a guy gets bitten by a by a zibura and an akrabah, he's in trouble. Because he can't go to cold water, it'll ruin the other one. And he can't go to the hot water, it'll ruin the other one, and therefore he can't fix himself. You get bitten by a scorpion, you go to hot water. You by by the other thing, you have to go to cold water. And, and the hot water ruins the other one. So you guys, you guys has what they call a catch-22. Shmuel Ahmad, <inaudible> Shmuel says, "When I, when I, we Hashem is going to punish you for the good. It's referring to a guy who gives the money to Ani when he's really, really stuck. Even though he's doing a mitzvah, if he would have given it earlier, before he was really stuck, he could have got the the, the stuff for cheaper. For example, you were, the, the, you could have given money to plant and make his own wheat. Instead, instead, you wait. He has no money. He has to bring him money for bread, which is much more expensive." but you could have given him much less money and taken care of him if you gave it to him earlier. This is what people say, money to buy wheat, it's hard to find. But to buy, when you're really stuck, food, you could find. Meaning meaning people give money when the guy's really stuck and then he has to pay for much more expensive food. Much cheaper to buy wheat than to buy bread. And yet, they're giving to him then. Okay. Pasuk says, I will get angry on that day. And I'll turn my face away from the Jews. When Hashem is not... If, if Hashem is always answers you, and Omahem, it means he's not a he's not a Jew. Meaning it's natural that sometimes Hashem will hide his face for you and not always answer you. Anyone who's who who the Goyim don't punish him. And it means you're not a, a Jewish person. Why? Here's a story. So how does it work? I will Rava. More <speaking in> hester <Hebrew> You, they told Rava, you not you're not in hester panim. Hester panim means Hashem is not answering you. <speaking in Hebrew> and you're not you not in the in the curse of echol? <speaking in Hebrew> because you see that the, the Golem are not bothering you. Amaluso Rava told him. Do you guys know how much money I have to send to bribe Shvur Malka, the king of Paras? So you see, since I've so much money, that means I also have have Wajar aras, I also have troubles, and therefore I'm also Jewish. The rabbis were looking at him. While they were looking at him, they, they sent people from the king the and they took all his, all his properties. Amar, so Rabbah said, "Hainu danya, Amar Sparg Shparg." says, or If the rabbis are looking at giving you a bad look, either you get uh, death or you get poor. You got poor, Baruch Hashem. Every story. Okay. Says the Hashem says, I'm going to hide my face on all the bad things. Even though I hide my face, but I'll still speak to you in a dream. Which means I'll show you in a dream what's happening, so you should pray about it. What? Put him, yeah. Right, right. Put him, get that today. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yosef says, "Ya do ya alenu shneimaru, but tell Ya'adai kisitecha, Hashem will stick out his hand to save us." Shulban Hanania, Havi Kibar K'ayi he was standing in the house of the Caesar. Achvil Ehahu Afikosa, one uh, Christian guy came. Okay. And he pointed to Yubishu Ben Korcha and he says that Hashem turned his face away from you. So he told him, So you guys are a nation that Hashem turned his face away from you. Alenu. So he, he Ben Korcha answered him back and says, Don't worry, Hashem stuck his hand out to us to save us anyway. Even though Hashem turned his face from us but he's still coming to save us my So the 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 case there who told Sora Yeshua gesturing to this Christian guy said, "What's the guy uh, telling you?" So he told him, "This is where a nation that, that our God turned the face away from you." And I told him back, Ya don't know Yehaleh." Hashem stuck his hand that still to us. So the who mina he says, what did he hint to you? So he said, I told him that you're a nation, that Hashem turned his face of you. What did he tell you back? He says, I don't know. A guy who doesn't understand what they're hinting to him. This guy could be in front of the king. They took him out and they killed him. When uh, killed the, the, they, killed, they killed the they killed the 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 Christian guy. In the front of the king. Yeah, because he because he didn't he didn't chop what, what the rabbi was hinting to him. Oh. Yeah. When, when 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 was passing away, I went on, the rabbi. told Mighty Tihave Allah What are we going to do about these these Abikosim? Who's gonna, gonna debate with them after us? Once the Jews lose their their advice, they also won't have any. They'll also lose their chokmah, and they won't have any. They won't have anyone to fight with. I'll go opposite you it means Hashem always gives the Jewish people enough wisdom to debate with whoever are going to be there at that time okay he was going up the steps to the Beit Mizash of Rabbi Hashem and he heard this kid who was reading a certain pasuk. it says Hashem creates mountains, and creates winds, and he tells the person, what his speech is. So Amar said when he heard the Pasuk, if you have a, a slave, that his master knows everything he says, and he's judging his words, is there a way to to win? Even the extra talk that a husband is telling his wife before he has relations with her, person will be will be told before he when he dies. Okay, you're only supposed to talk about tashmish things before you before you have relations. Annie, is that true? Rav Rav. One time was the time of Kahana was under the bed of Rav. Rav Kahana heard Rav talking with his wife, saying nice things to her, and then he would then he he had relations. Amar and he said, "My my master Rav." Sounds like he hid under the bed of his rebbe, and he said to his rebbe that rebbe sounds like someone who never had relations before. Amalek puk. He told him get out. It's not. It's not respectful to be there. But we see that he spoke to his wife. Marissa says, "No, that's not a problem. One is when you had to you had to calm her down because she was upset, and one was when she when you didn't have to. Okay. And therefore, we got out of the problem. But you see, you, you see from the story that uh, he's treating his he's treating his wife uh, in a way that she uh, she appreciates he she, she sees that he appreciates her. Okay." We said, if you don't listen to us, then in the hidden times you'll cry because of Gava. There's, there's a place where Hashem cries called Mestarim. What does it mean, Mepnei Gava? In the pasuk. Amara, Amara. Bar Hashem cries because of the greatness of the Jews that they lost. When Hashem gave the greatness to the Goyim. That's why Hashem is crying. Because Hashem has, to, because of the Jews' sins, Hashem had to give the greatness in the world to the Goyim. And Hashem has to cry every day that it's not the Jews who are in the greatest position in the world. Shumba Nachmani Machut Hashem. Others say, no, he's crying because Hashem, because. The Goyim's religion is on top of the Jewish religion in the world. It shouldn't be like that, and Hashem has to cry that He has to do it like this. Does Hashem really cry? Is there such a thing as Hashem crying? Um, Hashem is never never upset. Ones in a private place and one's one's in the public place. Over there, Hashem doesn't cry in public, Hashem only cries privately. Whatever that means. Others flip it. Wabati Hashem doesn't cry privately. Vakti doesn't say the muspedu Kurvao Lachagod <laughs> Sak. Hashem cried out that everyone should be crying and have a sped and rip out hair and to wear sackcloth no, that's different even the the Malachi Shalom were crying by the Bethlehem okay okay once we're talking about the churban at the Mekdash, we're going to discuss the pesukim of the churban at the Mekdash. Pesuk says, "V'dama t'dama v'teled eni d'ma k'in k'inishma eder Hashem." Amar bialazar shalosh d'mi otalalu. These three tears, lama? What are they for? Achat one tear al mikdash nishon is for the first Bet of Mekdash. And one tier, on the second, and one is for the Jews that they got exiled from their land. The others say no. One is for the Betul that started from that point. I understand according to one who says the third tier is for the Jews who went to Galut. That's why the pasuk says that the Jews were captive. So you see, that's why they're crying over. Nishpa means captive. Eda Hashem, the flock of Hashem got captured, means the Jews. According to the one who says that the third tier was for Bitotorah, Mikey why does it say that he cried because the, the, the flock was captured? So it says, No. Kevin, once the Jews got kicked out of their place, and the there's no bigger because the Jews are not in the land, and there's tons of Bitotrah because you have to live in the Goyim's countries and there's less time for Torah. there's three that Hashem cries for. Bikol Yom every day. Al If you have a guy who's able to learn Torah and he doesn't, doesn't do Torah, Hashem cries for that guy. If a guy who can't learn Torah and he doesn't anyway and on a leader, I want to who a leader who shows off to his congregation for no reason. He's was, yeah. what? The is yes, the second one is very interesting. So Mashiach asks the question, and Mashiach answers. Should be happy. So, some explain he's talking about I'm an artist, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he learns anyway. So, he's he's messing up every time he learns because he's learning the wrong thing. Others have other explanations. Okay. Rav, he would take a separate of Kinot, the Kakari begaveh, he would read it. When he got this pasuk in Eicha, since Hashem sent from from Shemayim to Arutz, right Hashem sent from from Shemayim to Arutz, right to Eretz Yisrael. Now, from there, it fell from his hands. From a high from a high roof to a deep pit. Look! Look how far! Look how far we went. Right. Okay. We used to be on the top of the world and now we're on the bottom. Rebbe, have a They were walking on the road. when they came to a certain city, Amri, they said, Are there any rabbis here? Let's go see them. Amar, they asked the people in the city, Are there any rabbis here? Right? So they said, they really answered, but, there, but he's um he's blind. Don't lower your uh you're the Nasi, you're the prince, so don't go. I'll go see him. Okay? So he's going to see the blind rabbis he grabbed him, he went anyway. After they met him, they left him, he told them, you came to visit somebody who you could see, but he can't see you. You should be to greet the shechina who sees and you can't see him. Meaning, you came to see me who is blind and can't see you, I'm someone, he's calling himself, someone, who, can be seen, and doesn't see, so inshallah, you should be able to see, the face of the Shekhinah, which sees, and can't be seen, okay, iku if I would have listened to you, and not come, you would have held back, for me this berakha. I got such a beautiful berakha, I would have lost it, Amoleh, Where'd you heard this chidush? That it's so important to see a chacham that you get it, such a beracha. You heard it from from the from the Mishnah Torah of Yaakov. Ish Kvar Chataya. He was from the place of of the village of the wheat. He used to greet his rabbi every day. Kikash. Right, when he got old and he couldn't go. Amalek told him, "Don't feel bad, because you can't. I can't come. Please don't feel bad that I'm not coming, because I can't come." Amalek told him, "Is it a small thing that it says that means that you can get more life if you come?" If you see Chachamim when they die, you're going to live a long life. Meaning you go to the, you go, if you're there when they die, you're going to live a long life. If you see them when they are alive, how much more you'll see them. And therefore push yourself to come. It's worth it. says the Gemara, Rev. Edi, I'm good. It's good, it's good, it's good. I got it. Rev. Edi Avud, Rev. Yaakov, i he would go three months on the road, and one day in Rav's house. So three months he's walking on the road, and he would stay one one day in Rav's Midrash, and then he would go back three months. So he's got he he, he journeyed six months. For one day in his rebbe's house, three months there, three months back, okay. They called him the Tamil for the day. He felt bad. They called him that. He called himself, which means, yeah. He felt, he felt bad. He said, My friends are making fun of me. Please don't be upset at the rabbis so they don't get punished. Now, So, went to the Yom Yom sounds like only in the day you have to learn Torah. Only in the day, not a night you learn. Even if a guy learns one day a year, it's like you learned the whole the whole year. So he didn't want them to be upset. Also, when it comes to punishments, it says it says by the spies according to the number of days that you that you spied the land that's how many days that's how many years you're gonna stay in the desert the Jews stayed 40 years in the desert because there was 40 days of spying for the spies in Israel <speaking> in <Hebrew> did, the, did, did the Jews sin for 40 years <speaking in Hebrew> You see over there, and if a guy does even one day, it counts for a full year. Hashem did one a year for a day. And therefore, if a person is learning for for one day, but he had to work 30 days for it, it counts. As if you learned the whole time. Okay, we're going to stop over here on the bottom of the page. Ezu katan. Baruch Amen. Amen.